1: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin-Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now,
2: here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. Great to be with you today. We're coming to you live once again from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joe Ferraro is here joining us. John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner is joining us live at Porky's. And in a moment, we look forward to hearing from Russell Womble's Athletic Director of Apopka High School. First of all, I want to let you know, of course, that Blue Dart Sports Central is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at Door.com. That's FLADoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in Apopka Blue Darter. Now let's uh, go to Russell Wombles, who's joining us by phone, athletic director of Apopka High School. And Good morning, Russell. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Roger. John Perry's here with us. Joe Ferraro's here with us. And, uh, you know, uh, Russell, why don't we just kind of start? You've know, kind of, we've essentially made the transition from winter sports into spring sports. And, uh, of course, um, as, as the norm, a lot of different sports are doing very well. Uh, Pop Blue Daughter Baseball is off to a, a good start under new coach, Coach Mike McDaniel. Wrestling, boys wrestling is having a lot of success. Other programs as well. I just um, feel, yeah, just have you uh, speak about um, wh- some of the things that you'd like to share with us
3: well we you know just wrapped up a very successful winter season winning district championships and uh, wrestling boys basketball and uh girls soccer and uh, like you said uh we uh, we're off to, to a pretty solid start in the spring as well softball team is doing exceptionally well our girls lacrosse team is uh i believe about 12 and 3 i think that's right i'm not, not in front of my, not in my office right now but uh uh, baseball off to a great start. Uh, so we expect really good things from our track team and, and uh, numerous other spring sports. So it should be an exciting spring.
2: Now, um, why don't you, you talk a little bit about baseball, of course, as a former baseball letterman in the program. Uh, you know, it's, it's great to see Coach McDaniel getting off to a good start. Yeah, we're
3: really, you know, really excited about our, our new coaching staff. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, Coach McDaniels, a, you know, that was a, a very good get for us. Uh, it was a great hire for us. and uh, But uh, not just him, just, just the ability to bring on the assistant uh, just, you know, really makes our program so much better uh, when you have, you know, that many quality assistants, uh, you know, such as uh, Jason Sanders and Steve Stone and. Um, Cody Campbell. I mean, these are all top-notch coaches that uh, you know can work with kids individually in order to uh, to develop skills and you know that, that translate over you know into the game and produce runs on our end and lack of runs on the other side.
2: And John Perry's joining us. John, you have a question for Russell? Uh,
4: no, just uh, you know. I, I know when you hired Mike a baseball coach, you and in, in like all good administrators, and whether it's sports or otherwise, you've got a list of, of maybe tucked in your brain or your phone or your desk or a computer somewhere of, of folks you want to look at uh, if you have an opening. And I know when you had your opening in baseball, uh, it, it, it was a, a, a quick turnaround to, to hiring uh, Mike McDaniel. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure.
3: Uh, well, yeah. You know, any good you know athletic administrator is going to have a or principal or whatever position you're in in leadership you're going to have a name or two tucked away for any potential job that that may come open even though you may not desire for it to come open you, you always need to be prepared and uh you know there's certain there's certain names and uh, you know certain sports that um you know if, if a position were to come up at our school and again hoping they don't but you know things happen but uh that um you know, I'm, I'm ready to move. Uh, it's not always the case. I mean, sometimes you're going to open it up. And, and, and don't get me wrong. We did open that baseball position up. We had, you know, we had some nice resumes and so forth. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be telling you the truth if I didn't say from the very beginning that uh, I had a, you know, a number one guy in mind. Uh, it's the same guy that I've had in mind for several years. Uh, if I had a position open, wherever I was at, the first uh, first person I was going to talk to in and interview is going to be Mike Daniel. Um, you know, I've watched uh, what he's done from afar. You know, some of the things he did at Oak Ridge and St. Cloud, and you know, even some stuff out of state. And most people don't know this. Quite a few years back, when um, when um, David Lee decided to return to uh, Lake County, one of our former head coaches, uh, Mike was one of three people that I interviewed at that time for the job. But not many people are aware of that so uh i was aware of him you know quite a while back but you know I, i've just been following what he's done from a distance I've just been very impressed you know my time at dr phillips high school we were in the same district with oakridge and uh you know i remember you know for many years i mean oakridge was you know that you chalk that up to two wins you know if you played home and home and and uh uh the last year or two that uh that I was at uh, Dr. Phillips, they—they, they, I think one year they beat us two out of three. So, uh, again, you know, it's you know what he did with that program was just amazing. I, I like what he stands for. He's demanding on the kids as far as holding them accountable on and off the field. Um, you know, he really wants to have a good facility. So, uh, you know, he makes sure everybody puts all the work in to do that. And I, I just – he just does a great job. And, and um, I think he's what, um, you know, us – popkins you know want
4: and you know and a leader for our young people uh russell just a question a quick question about the the new uh press box in in that area uh with the improvements that o c p s did on, on the field uh, can you tell us a little bit about that
3: uh yeah, I mean that really came out of necessity, so we got some nice stuff because uh because some of the other stuff uh but uh, the, the the old press box and stuff were were things that were you know um yeah, I don't know about the legal terms of it, but they weren't in good shape. Let's just leave it at
4: that. Um, right.
3: So, uh, I haven't you know, been over to
4: the new
2: press box yet. Do, do they still have the ladder and, and the tiny little hole you no. have to crawl through? To-
4: no, there's are steps because <laughs> I was up there for that one game at Ev- against Evans uh, last week. Uh, I went up there and, and the little patio area, as I call it, uh, shot was able to shoot some pictures from up there. That's a, a nice angle to shoot pictures from.
3: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, uh I mean, there's some there's some weaknesses, uh, but but in general, I mean, it's, it's a tremendous upgrade. There's some things that's still not done. There's a fence that needs to go up, and uh, we're waiting on that to get done. Uh, new sound system just uh, was uh, installed, and uh, it should be functional tonight for tonight's game. Um, it's still not exactly you know set up the way it's supposed to, but uh, the press box itself is is really nice. Yeah, it has steps. I mean, you know. I mean, it doesn't have an no. elevator, which is no. which is which is odd. And the reason the reason not having an elevator is odd is because the counter in the press box is at about uh, ADA accessible height. Yeah. So I'm not really sure, uh, you know, what person in a, in a wheelchair is going to be able to to get up there to utilize that. But uh, it doesn't exactly work for our. Uh, for our PA announcer and our storekeeper, because it's so low, and that's another thing that's going to be adjusted. But there's several things that are going to be adjusted. The patio part is obviously my favorite part. Now it's been a little bit cold, so uh, you know it's yeah. kind of hard to kind of hard to sit out there and enjoy the uh, the view. But the view itself is just phenomenal from up there. Another yeah, weakness is that the sun is kind of in your eyes until the sun goes down. The sun is kind of in your eyes, so you know Steve Schwartz is, uh, would prefer that. You know, not to be the case, but they were never going to build that uh, over on the home side. The most economical route was to tear down the visitor's dugout because there's so little there. There were so little there to work with. Uh, if they would have started over on the home side, that would have been, you know, uh, renovating an entire complex, and there's no way that the funding was going to be there for that. So, you know, again, not ideal, but wow, is it uh, much better than what we had before? but Again, the patio, Roger, you need to get out to
4: a game. That would be a great place to broadcast one, as a matter of fact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do have yeah. one other question on, on uh, looking over at the football field with the, the one uh, light standard that was uh, uh, failed by uh, Hurricane Irma last September. And, and of course, they would replaced it with one that's uh, brighter, yet 15 feet or so shorter than the others. Uh, any any word on the other light standards or i know uh it's been up in the air
3: right no i mean basically you know we were told from the very beginning that uh you know that light was going to go up uh that was necessary you know and uh the others at this point were not necessary um uh i do know that uh that it is a topic topic of discussion you know downtown So it's not, you know, it's not like out of the question, but, you know, there's no timetable to to move forward on the others, Uh, obviously, again, you know, it's very costly, and, and, uh, you know, we're thankful what we have, but but like you said, John, man, you know, that one light pole puts out more light than the other three combined do, and, and, and and it is about 15 feet less, so... You know, I mean, I have my own thoughts, and obviously we have our own preference at the school school level, but we also don't have the money to fund those kind of things. That's, that's right. big money. And uh, so hopefully, you know, my hope is that uh, I know they are discussing it at the county level. I know we have advocates at that level that is, uh, you know, going to help to push for that. But, uh, again, there's no time frame for anything because – they wanted to get everything up and running, and then you know evaluate later on. I mean, now obviously one pole came down. It's the same age as the rest of them, you know. So exactly. That would be the and concern the concern is that and
4: mean, the two at West Orange that came down same age,
3: right? And yeah. so all of those poles are the same age, like 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 John saying, you know, from West Orange to Popular, built basically the same time. It's, you know, three out of the whatever eight. I guess, have come down. So I, I, I'm sure that the counties are, you know, they they know that. They get that. So I know that they're discussing it, and, you know, hopefully they can, they'll they find some money in the budget somewhere to, to make that change. But it does make a big difference. Not not the kind of difference that uh, the lights from ESPN brought to us a few years ago. But anyway, it makes a difference.
4: Yeah.
2: Friends, listen to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're we'll coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's, and it's a beautiful day to be out here at the front porch at Porky's. John Perry's joining us here. Joe Ferraro's here, of course. And right now we're speaking with Russell Womble's Athletic Director for the Blue Darters. And, Russell, we got about two minutes before we go to our break. You know, as you already know, I'm always pretty much constantly thinking about a Popka Blue Darter football. And I had a question about the schedule. Will our schedule this year be basically the same as last year, or will there be some changes?
3: Well, there's one change. Uh, it's not going to be shocking to people on the inside. Uh, apparently uh Norland High School for Miami uh did not enjoy their experience in Central Florida last year. Um,
4: and John yeah, they a little they about that. they left before the so. game
2: was over. <laughs> apparently,
4: they got, they got hungry, right? <laughs> <So> we, <laughs> come on man. Apparently we
3: were not the we were not the host they they were looking for. Uh so uh, they did um, call us a while back and say, Hey we we're not coming back and I say, okay, and uh, actually, listen, I, I joke around, but they, they really – I mean, they said, look, we appreciate the hospitality. You guys were awesome. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. We just decided, you know, it's just not a good fit for us. The trip has not really worth the benefit for us, et cetera, et cetera. So, so they had nothing bad to say about us. I don't want anyone to, to misread that. Uh, but uh, now – Trying to replace a team in mid contracts like that because generally we do two year contracts uh, is, is difficult and challenging. We talked to several different people. Uh, we only had one possibility of a home game, and it wasn't someone that we were really interested in playing. Philosophically, we're we're not quite the same. So uh, we wound up scheduling Bartram Trail out of uh, Jacksonville, which is uh, you know one of the top programs in the state. And uh, so, you know, we, we negotiated a little bit so that we get some help with travel since we're losing a home gate. And uh, we'll also receive a, a financial uh, consequence from Miami-Norland, you know, for canceling the game. It's something that I wrote into the contract originally that if they cancel, they would have to pay us X amount of dollars. So between receiving, you know, what we're going to receive from Norland and the, uh, the travel money from uh, Bartram Trail, uh, we won't make up the home gate loss by any stretch, but we also won't uh, have any money out for that trip to Bark, and it'll be a break even at, at worst.
2: Great. Well, thank you for the update. Well, Russell, thanks for joining us today, and um, you know, we'll look forward to catching up with you sometime soon.
3: You got it, Roger. You guys take care.
2: Friends, we'll go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to be joined by John Perry here for coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Please stay with us on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter
1: Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger.
2: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. It's a beautiful day throughout Central Florida. It's a beautiful day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Also, want to remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW are sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com. Also, speaking of Porkies, I want to let you know about a brand new menu item that Steve and the gang at Porkies are introducing the Bison Burger. But. Right, hot off the grill. Basically, they s- just introduced the Bison Burger last week, and you and to we'll invite you and let you know about the Bison Burger Special. Twelve seventy five, get a Bison Burger and two sides or French fries, and come on up and, and check them out. Of all the reviews I've heard, that they're they're pretty darn good. One more unique special item available at Porky's Original Barbecue in a pop kit. Now, John, I'd like to uh, just. Pick up with you and you know, kind of let you just talk about um, the things that are on your radar, the sports that are on your radar. Why don't we start for, though first and take a step back into winter sports and talk about the basketball team because the team had a, had a good solid season and we actually won our first district championship in five years. And um, but just like like to get your thoughts. Of course, we eventually fell in the um, in the regional tournament to Boone. And one, I guess one of the ironic twists of the season was we won the district tournament. We defeated West Orange for the district. Of course, both teams advance into the playoffs. and when it came time for them to play Boone. They beat Boone after Boone had beaten us, and they're, and they're in the Final Four. They're playing in the semifinal game tonight.
4: Right, yeah, they're, they're playing Oak Ridge, which is going to be a tall, tall task, uh, pun intended. Um, you so, so know, it's a little
2: disappointing we didn't quite get back to the state tournament nah. for the first time since Coach Sterling, but that's not,
4: certainly not a given no. <laughs> uh, in the last 50 years in Apopka. So. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, uh, the, the thing about looking at the Apopka uh, boys' basketball program is it's it's headed in the right direction and, and all that type of thing, but it really is. Um Scott Williams and, and his staff do a great job and will continue to do a great job and, and you know, both on and off the court with the with the players and, and you know, they're they're solid citizens and, and, and good basketball players and, and he's gonna make sure that they're they're doing what they need to on, on, on both ends of that situation. So um you know the the they lost forty-two to forty uh, to Boone in a regional quarterfinal game, and and you know, and then Boone beat or lost to West Orange at a popcat beaten by ten, you know, in the district championship game just a, a week or so before. So, uh, you know, it's it's basketball, and, and it just part of it just goes to show how how tough it is around here in basketball. You know, basketball and baseball are both fairly uh, there. There's some some weak sisters in both of them, but very few. And, and it's not as in, – in football in this area, there's some very good teams, but there's some teams that, you know, frankly, are, are just not very good. And, and there's a bigger spectrum of that in football than there is in baseball and basketball. And I think basketball is probably even closer than baseball. And, uh, you know, baseball relies – you know, and your pitching staff. Sometimes, and you know, if you can, you can might be able to have some some good batters and some good hitters. But if you don't have that stud pitcher, it, it can can take a toll over a season. Basketball, as long as you stay healthy, you're going to be able to. If you can compete here in Central Florida. And and like a you know, win uh seventeen games, then you're gonna be a, a pretty darn good basketball team compared to the rest of the state. And it proves it with West Orange playing in the in playing another Orange County team, Oak Ridge, in a state semifinal game. So uh you know, Pop could beat West Orange two out of three times, and now West Orange is two wins away from a state title. And they've got a really uh, tough, tough game against uh, uh, Oak Ridge. But, but uh, there, there'll be a lot of athleticism. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that game, uh, if the losing team pushes, you know, scores over 70, maybe even 80 points in that game. I mean, it just, I, I can just see those two. Two teams just up and down the court. Uh, there's just so much athleticism between with uh, West Orange and Oak Ridge. And,
2: and West Orange real strong, apparently, in their front court
4: with with some big men. Yeah, well, the KJ Simon, young man, he, he's just he can absolutely leap out of a gym. I mean, he's he's got a little bit of height, but it, it's not his height. It is his athletic ability and basketball smarts and his ability with the ball, his skill set. But uh, I, you know, for to for a guy that size, he just He's he's a leaper, uh, you know. He's one of those. It's kind of like way way back David Thompson at North Carolina State tripping over a rim. You know, <laughs> I mean KJ Simmons that kind of guy. You know, just uh, uh, a guy who can just just be anywhere at one instant. He's so cat quick and, and can be a, another place on the court at another instant. And 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 just you know you you have your six nine guy who can jump and and he'll he'll get the rebound over that guy. You know, he's just that kind of ball player.
2: Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Get on over to Porky's and try their brand new menu item, the Bison Burger. Also presented by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Roger Franklin Williams, we're joined by John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, and Joe Ferraro. Kind of talking about all the sports. We're talking about the transition from winter sports into spring sports on the program today. Also, John, speaking of basketball, you know, it's been really, it's been great to watch the way that Coach Williams has really steadily improved the program. It's taken a step forward every year that he's been back as the coach. And, you know, it's, and you and I see, um, watching it closely, just how much hard work he puts into it and dedication. You know, he, he's, you know, he's kind of like, kind of reminds me of Chip McGurkey back in the day. It's, he, he, uh. Coach Williams is out. He's working 365 days a year, literally, to do something to to make the program better.
4: Yeah, he's he's trying to build the program in 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 terms of not just at the high school level, but but in the community level as well. So and get get uh, get some more interest in in the program. Uh, you know, the, this team improved and and. You know, there were some crowds that were okay, but frankly, I, I was kind of disappointed at some of the crowds this year, especially later in the season, and and even like at the district championship games. I thought it should have been a little, you know, some more folks there. But uh, it's going to take some time to to get people to thinking, oh, I want to go see this Apopka High basketball team. Uh, it's just, it's not. There's not the history and the tradition. You and I remember history and tradition from way way back, but we've got tradition from way way back, but we've got a lot of gray hair. And so, uh, it's you hard know, to believe
2: that's—I
4: know, fifty years ago, I know. we were kids. It's depressing, like, we were—we were teenagers <laughs> and younger when when that that history was made, that tradition. And and so, you know, there's very few who who know that uh, football's been uh, been very good around here for about forty years now. I mean, there were some times before then, but consistently good for forty years. So. Um, it's going to take some time um uh, and so anyway it, it, you know that will come uh it, it's just it's just an you know it, it's just going to take some time it may be a little longer time than i than i think it should but but it'll get there um and and so you know but uh it, there's definitely no uh, no lack of uh effort and no lack of uh uh Work being done by Scott Williams and his staff to try to build the program and then the, the, build the, the game of basketball in the community
2: and uh, you know two things about this year's team is we talked about we did get that district championship which is a wonderful you know, credential for the program the first one in five years also played a very tough schedule you know by design so we were playing some of the toughest teams throughout the state in fact, there was one stretch where we played um, a three game stretch we had uh, two Defending state champions, sandwiched around uh, a, a big district game, and, and, and you and know we went two or three of those. Uh, Orlando of those.
4: Christian Prep and Leesburg defeated, or uh, excuse me, lost to Leesburg on a, on a literally a buzzer beater at the last. I mean it was literally at the buzzer uh and so you know leesburg just won the 6a title back-to-back yesterday so uh you know obviously it's a great quality program so you know uh there were other games where maybe they didn't didn't look as good uh but but the there's no doubt that the blue darters are, are uh had an incredibly tough schedule you know uh this this year because they backed away from no one uh and and you know, Scott has lamented maybe some of some of that scheduling, but but man, it pays off in the end. There's no doubt about that.
2: And one more thing about basketball, you know, one of the characteristics of this team was he had a strong senior class, six seniors that uh, you know, made great contributions, but also losing them, will, of course, will be tough. But but speaking of building the program, we got a lot of. Great players coming back, starting yeah. with a, a freshman point guard. Yeah, had a great John season.
4: Latimer the third is, is a was a freshman, you know, and and Nate Lewis has has been a, a he's a Four junior, three year, star- year starter. He's been a three year starter. Well, you know, he's a senior next year. Zach Anderson uh, is new to the program as far as varsity level goes. He, I think, he probably made the most improvement. He and John Latimer uh, made the most improvement this season, and and uh, at least. Uh, to me came you know those you know Scott Williams knew who he was and all this type of thing but but uh, you know Zach's, Zach's kind of a, a point forward kind of guy he can handle the ball fairly well and there were times where he was bringing the ball up the court just because of the way the the, the things worked out on the court and uh, but he's he's got a good inside presence and 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 uh, He's pretty smooth with the basketball, and uh, between he and Nate Lewis and and John Latimer, uh, the and then the other some of the other young men coming back. This this program's not going to take a a big big step backward. I think they'll you know depending on there again the the uh, the uh, scheduling that that and I there's no reason to think he's going to all of a sudden start trying to schedule teams uh, that that he. Uh, that that he should, that, you know, that are weaker. He's, I'm sure he's going to have another tough schedule next year, and, and it'll get, you know, theoretically get him ready for the postseason at that point.
2: Yeah, one of the exciting things, a lot of positives about Apocle-Guarder uh-huh. basketball, and one of which is uh, playing, competing on a, pretty much a weekly basis against the, the top programs in the state of Florida. And as we all know, there's some, some really great high school basketball in the state of Florida. In fact, the, the state tournament is going on right now down, down in Lakeland. Now, John, let's, you know one of the interesting things, you know, one of the great things about this spring is a lot of the various programs are doing well, which is kind of the norm in recent years. But you know, I'd like to have you share a little bit about some of these other programs. We got about two minutes before our next break, but I know on the front page of the chief today uh, features a Popka Blue Rider boys wrestling, which is a great story because you know Coach uh, Hauser, um left to go who. Did, done a great job. He was always one of our more interesting guys to interview on the radio. Yeah. Uh, to go over to Windermere, and, but Coach Simonelli is now in, in uh, leading the boys wrestling program, and, and they're having an excellent
4: season. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Uh, Brett Simonelli came from uh, over in the Port Orange area, and, and has stepped right in and, and done a, a great job. The, you know, the highest uh, team position uh, in, in program history, eleventh in the state. Uh, um, you know, had. Uh, Kendrick Kohler finished third in, in the 182, 182-pound division, and uh, Michael Handy in the, finished fifth in the 220. Uh, those were the top individual places for for the Blue Daughters. But they had six wrestlers at the state tournament last week, uh, and and they, um, you know, the the program is somewhat like the basketball. It's just it's a building process, and uh, you know you've got to start them. Uh, you know basketball kids may grow up shooting in the hoops in their in their own driveway and that kind of thing wrestling y- you got to have somebody to somebody to uh, uh go against and that type of, and it's not just a natural sport that now not that you know brothers might not wrestle each other but it, it's not the the sport of wrestling so uh you know that's he's got to build a program there and and he w- he was talking to me earlier about some uh Getting something, he's going to try to get some uh, local programs going where kids can start at an earlier age in, in wrestling and, and learn the sport. And you know, because there are certain moves and certain things and certain rules that you have to abide by. And 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 so he's looking to get that going. Uh, and as uh, as time uh, moves on,
2: great, it's great to see the boys' wrestling doing great. Of course, the girls' wrestling had a good season too. Well, friends, we're going to go to another break in just a moment. I want to remind you we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. We're on the front porch. Come on up and join us for lunch and get your weekend started off just right at Porky's Apopka. Also, encourage you to sample the new menu item at Porky's, the Bison Burger. Get one up and uh, check it out. We'll, go to, we'll be right back on Blue Dollar Sports Central. Please stay with us.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's
2: Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. I'm glad you're joining us. Kind of talking about a variety of Blue Darter sports on the program today. It was great to have Russell Wombles, our athletic director, join us in the first segment. We're here with John Perry. Joe Ferraro's here. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. And when you get up to Porky's next time, which hopefully will be soon, ask them about their brand-new menu item, the Bison Burger, and ask them about the Bison Burger Special. Also, um, you know, John, you know, it's a lot of sports to talk about, which is a good thing for a pop gun. You know, why don't we start on this segment talking about Blue Daughter softball, because under the direction of Coach Mike McQuithie, who was one of our classmates back in the day in the 70s, Absolutely. Um, yeah, really, Blue Daughters softball is one of the top programs in the state, and it's uh, you know always a great topic to talk about, and they're having another good season this season.
4: Yeah, they're, Roger, they as uh, far as I remember right now, they're undefeated, uh, uh, played nine or ten games, and uh, are doing... Uh, outstanding obviously and they they've got a lineup that returned from last year that that you know made it to the uh, I guess it was it would have been the regional uh, semifinals last year and lost to West Orange who eventually won the, the state championship um, you know and so Popka played West Orange the other day well West Orange lost a lot for the last year and Popka handled them it was uh, I think 10 to 2 or whatever it was something like that and you know they've they've uh they've done real well so far this year and 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 and, and rightly and should be they've got a lot of returning and, and Mike's a good coach obviously and and knows what he's how to get the girls to to play well and and get, got good solid pitching they don't have the the young lady out there who can just you know whiff it by everybody and just mow them down but they've got good solid pitching and they've got good they, – they play outstanding defense. And, they, and they've got enough power and enough slash hitters to, to you know, to play the small ball or the, or the, or the long ball. And, and uh, you know, Mike's going to have a good program. It's kind of like, you know, the uh, Popka baseball program and the football program right now. They're going to be good every year. They're just—they seem to be exceptional this year, and we'll see how, how long it can last. And you know, they—they've won a couple of close games, uh, won a, a tight one against Lake Brantley, and and over there, and and you know, we'll get a, a rematch with the Patriots over here. So, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I fully expect, you know, it would be—I know it'd be a very disappointing year if they don't get out of the district tournament with, uh, and, and then head to the regional tournament uh, after that once the postseason gets here.
2: I do want to mention Popka Boys Baseball takes on Lake Brantley tonight. You know, in a home game, I believe, was that seven p.m. start, John? Tonight, yeah. Baseball is seven o'clock tonight. Of course, there's nothing. Uh, all you got to say is a Popka versus Lake Brantley baseball. That says it all. You know, one of the biggest rivalries in the state. Lost on the road to them earlier this week, six to four, let her lead get away. So I know the guys will be really ready to take on the Patriots tonight at Jay Barnes Field first pitch, 7 p.m. Now, John, like, why don't we talk about some of these other sports, too? I know the, the lacrosse program is a great story, you know, under the direction of Coach Alt, and that's a program that's really turned around in, in the last couple of years.
4: Yeah, the, um, you know, um, <clears throat> excuse speaking me, Roger. Speaking of girl, girls lacrosse. Yes, yes. Yeah, boys were always pr- yeah, pretty good. The, the girls and the, and the boys are, are, you know, I, the girls are especially this year have, have started out well, and i yeah, you know, I I've, I've been to a couple of games to shoot pictures and um, it looks good to me Roger. I am no by no means uh, knowledgeable about lacrosse. I learn something every time I go out and, and shoot pictures at a game and uh, it's uh, the girls game and the boys game are so different in in lacrosse. Uh, you know, you go to a basketball game and yeah, it's there's a difference in the players, but uh, <clears throat> you know the the basket's still the same, and, and you know the rules are basically the same uh, for boys and girls basketball. Lacrosse is is quite the opposite, and uh, their girls' game is is very contact limited. Uh, whereas the boys' game is, they wear shoulder pads, you know, uh, and and there's tons of contact. Um, so you know, it's it's a it's a different game. It's more of a stop and start game for the girls. But you, you, whatever the rules are, you go with it and, and you play that way uh, and and um, play within the rules and and but try to be as aggressive and as, as physical as you can within the rules and and you know. Uh, Popka's obviously, and, and you know when you were talking to Russell Wambos, he was saying a, uh, a record of about twelve and three, which in any sport that's that's outstanding. So uh, you know we'll see how the rest of the season goes, but uh, you know obviously they they've been playing very very well and and have have a good solid uh, a team that's uh, uh, taking care of business on most nights.
2: And of course, speaking of girls lacrosse, to we'll give a shout out to our friend Chris Leclue. Um, You know he's um really heavily in uh- Declue he's really heavily involved in the girls' soccer program. His daughter is an excellent program uh, player in the program, and you know Chris has really rolled up his sleeves and he's anything that needs to be done for girls' soccer, he's doing it. I mean lacrosse, and um, even I think even do, do a little coaching. If I yeah,
4: I, I imagine he's had to learn some of the rules because I can't imagine that the <laughs> Alabama boy like that knows grew up knowing much about lacrosse. But uh, you know, it's a great sport. I, I thoroughly enjoy watching it. Uh, you know, but uh, it's it's been more of a a maryland mid-eastern kind of uh not mid <laughs> mid mid-east american uh in, in sport and uh you know maryland has is, is always been a hotbed of, of lacrosse at, at any level but uh you know it's certainly an interesting sport and i i just think it's it's one that uh you know, is it, if you can run a lot, <laughs> it's kind of like soccer. If you can run a lot and, and have some stamina, then you can probably play it. And you learn. You've got to develop a skill set, and that's what you know. We talked about the wrestling and, and getting you know the community, you know, getting younger kids involved. It's the same way with lacrosse, and that's where where they when they started the boys lacrosse uh several years ago the idea was they had to get something in the community uh for the for the younger kids elementary school middle school kids and they've done that and had that program going for a while now and um you know it pays off and 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 uh you know popka's lacrosse has 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 been good uh especially on the boys side uh you know there's up years and down years but uh you know it's Never been a, They've never been a, a, a state powerhouse, but have been good, solid teams. Uh, you know, a lot of the some of the higher end private schools. Lacrosse is more of a you know a attractive sport for them and. They may get beat sixty to nothing in football, but they can whip everybody else in lacrosse. You know, so uh, it, it's it's a sport that that a lot of people are learning and 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 kids are are learning to play and and just having to having to learn on the fly sometimes even in high school.
2: And uh, just to give a little more insight into our boys lacrosse program, you know, some of the excellent football players over the years have, have competed and done very well in lacrosse. Speaking, of course, about Trey Hendrickson right he's now with the and, uh, New Orleans Saints and uh, right. Garrett Speck and, right. if I'm not mistaken, Speck even he, played at Johns Hopkins.
4: Yeah, and, uh, well, he play, I know he played football there and, and his brother, his older brother Ian uh, played played uh, lacrosse as well and, uh Matthew Sims, Matt Sims, who's one of the state wrestlers, just got done with wrestling. is is also on the lacrosse team, so he's he's getting back in goal there. He's a goalie for for a pop. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's you know, I, I we could get on that multi sport thing, but I, I think it's just great when kids are able to play multiple sports, and you know. Um, when they're back-to-back like that, it can create some issues, yeah, but I think for everybody, and especially for the kid in the long run, playing multiple sports is, is just such a great thing.
2: And one more thing about mentioning Chris DeClue made me think about Rotary, because he and John are such you know, both past presidents and you know, give so much of themselves to Rotary. Uh, the Rotary Apopka Fair is going on right now, this weekend. Until the 11th. One of the great events in Apopka. Yep. And, and also, it's the Um, The 90th anniversary of a Popka Rotary, and the Popka Chief has a special section coming out to honor a Popka Rotary.
4: Yeah, we'll be we're working on that, and then we'll get that out. uh, I think it's early April when we do that and get that out to the community.
2: And you know, one of the real institutional, one of the foundational community organizations and organizations in a Popkin has been for 90 years, and do we want to you know mention that my father was, of course, a passionate dedicated rotarian in fact had uh, 53 years of perfect attendance uh, during his term at, at, with apopto rotary but uh, it's a great organization it's, it's it would be impossible to overestimate the impact that the rotarians have in helping our community absolutely well john uh, we're down to about our last couple of minutes anything uh closing thoughts you want to have why don't you maybe maybe address the uh, football coming up and you know um as we were talking you know off here we kind of look looks like they're going to be loaded this year
4: absolutely but, yeah of course that, we're
2: expecting a, a good season ourselves and um, you yeah, know sh-
4: that, that, that you know I haven't memorized the date that that Popka and Wakava are playing this year, but it'll be at Wakava, obviously, and, you know, Popka will be looking to uh, get a little revenge after, uh, you know, 10 straight wins, and uh, Popka uh, winning that football game, and, and rather easily, most of the time, uh, you know, Wakava was able to, to beat Popka last year, and that was huge for them, obviously, and, uh, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes this year but i'm sure it'll come the, the the district championship will come down to that and of course with the new uh i still call it the new playoff system uh you know it'll it'll be a a tier one game i'm sure uh you know in in the new point system that they have for the playoffs and so uh you know that that'll be a great game it'll you know what is going to be loaded especially on defense again and and uh uh, they're, they're not going to – their defensive front is just monstrous, and, and they've got guys getting offers from everybody from Alabama to Texas to uh, – and I'll throw my Tennessee Vols in there, you know, the Florida Gators and whatnot. I mean, all all these guys are getting top D1 uh, uh, offers, scholarship offers, and uh, you don't do that unless you're a very outstanding football player.
2: Yeah, you know, Pop. Go, we have a rivalry shaping up to be one of the biggest in the state. I would even throw and, in the and, country. In there, really, I, absolutely. Considering the
4: intensity and the, the talent level uh, and the it, coaching. That's the key. You can have an intensity of of rival, long time <laughs> rivals, and that kind of thing. But boy, there's some talent that's going to be out there, and, and it's a rivalry of epic proportions in terms of 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 what it means for uh, across this state.
2: Well, guys and friends. Blue Darters, it's great to be with you today. We're going to wrap it up here in just a moment. I want to thank John Perry. Great to see you, John. Thanks for coming over.
4: Uh, thank you, Roger.
2: Thanks for the great coverage in the chief of our 1520 WBCW Popka City Council candidate town hall, which we did on Tuesday yeah, night. Glad,
4: glad y'all did that. It was a nice event.
2: Joe, it's great to be with Joe Ferraro here on location. Thank you to Jeff in the studio, and it was great to have Russell Womble's Apopka's athletic director join us in our first segment and of course we'll close by reminding you about the big baseball game tonight at Jay Barnes Field on the campus of Apopka High School Blue Darters versus the Lake Brantley Patriots. We've got another segment you know. No? <laughs> okay. I just, I...
3: Oh we will take that <laughs> break. <laughs>
4: Are we done or not? No, No. we're going to take
2: a break. That's what we're going to do. Lost track Jeff.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's
2: Roger. Welcome back. Blue Darter Sports Central. Yes, we're still with you, still coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We're out here on the front porch on this beautiful, cool, sunny day in Apopka. John Perry joining us and Joe Ferraro is here as well. And I do want to remind you that Blue Dartter Sports Central is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, DC, and BurnfatOrlando.com. Now, I would like to mention, we talked briefly about wrestling already, but you know, I, I did want to mention that there's six boys wrestlers that made the state tournament, and of course, making the state tournament is, is huge in any event, but especially uh, you know in the wrestling program, as we talked about, one of the best wrestling teams that we've, we've ever had. And the fellows that made the Class 3A state meet are Kishan Talley, Rudy Edward, Michael Handy, Kendrick Kohler, thanks, Alceus and Matthew Sims. And, you know, John, why don't we... Uh, just, we were having a good discussion about Apopka-Weekiva football rivalry. Why don't we continue to, to talk about that? Now, of course, one of the huge stories that added a lot of fuel to the, to the game last year was we had a lot of transfers. Apopka had a lot of transfers that went over and played for Weekiva. Um, do you have any idea about that situation this year?
4: No, uh, not, not really, Roger. I, I haven't. you know, read football as much as I think about it from time to time. Uh, haven't hasn't been on my radar very much uh, over the last few months so uh but but uh nothing that i know of although you never know and things do change i you know today it may not be anything and tomorrow or next week or next month it might be completely different so uh you know nothing that i know of in that regard but uh i do know uh this one young man ryan davis defender plays defense for for is is back there he's he's been out in texas and and has come back he was there as a couple of years ago and and now it's back and he's he's you know uh, getting all kind of offers uh based on his play in in texas obviously and and but also you know it's time here at o so uh you know there that that game is going to be uh epic it should be uh you know and uh you, we mentioned you talked about uh with with Russell wombos about replacing Miami Norland with uh Bartram trail, which is just south of Jacksonville, and uh, that 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 game was will be the second as replacing the Norley game, it'll be the second one of the regular season, and and this this year it'll be August thirty first, uh, and that's of course Labor Day weekend, and and you know uh, as it turns out, Wakiva is going to be playing in, in a game up in, uh, at Milton High School uh, that weekend sometime as part of a, a, a package. I think it's, there's 12 games, if I'm not mistaken, 10 or 12 games uh, up, up there at Milton High School on the north side of Atlanta. And so, um, you know, they haven't set the opponent or the date, but it's, it's like say, part of one of those weekend uh, packages where, you know, like they do at Disney World and, and some other places around. Uh, so, anyway, looking looking forward to that. it be interesting to see who they match. Wakaiva we'll up with uh but I don't think there's any doubt that uh you know folks around here you know having an address of a popka, maybe everybody was expecting Wakaiva to be something before it was time, but uh, uh obviously at this point they're they're a state power and and you know uh. They, they've got a, a reputation now already, and uh, especially after beating Apopka last year. But uh, trust me, uh, there will be no backseat uh, taking uh, by, by Rick Darlington and the, and the Blue Darters as they look to uh, become king of the hill again, uh, at least in this town. I, I know that they'll be. Uh, be looking to to uh, to get revenge on on that on Wakiva's win last year. So uh, you know it's going to be interesting to see how things go there. There's there'll be a couple new coaches, assistant coaches for the Blue Darters. Uh, uh, Doug Allison uh, got a head coaching job. He was uh, in uh, just one year here, but uh, uh, was an offensive assistant with with the Blue Darters and got a job up in North Carolina, a head coaching job up in North Carolina. And so uh you know it'll uh we'll see how everything goes and um you know I, I got to give a shout out to to Rodney Hodges who's who's uh, just a do everything kind of guy for the for the Popka football program. He just works, you know, for the for the love of it basically. Him mean, he's got his own uh, small business and and you know comes in helps out with with coaching and, and and that type of thing now. And he's he's finally decided that that he's just going to help out on Friday nights now. He's not going to coach. He's he's <laughs> retiring as a uh undefeated uh freshman uh freshman football coach head football coach for the freshman team uh they've had like 11 or 12 if i'm not mistaken uh straight undefeated seasons against freshman teams it's they incredible. did lo- they did lose one game to the east ridge uh j junior varsity one year and, and that was even a, a a very close loss but but to other freshman teams they've not lost uh, since the kids who were there uh who are there now before they while they were in uh you know, maybe getting out of diapers, that kind of thing. So uh, the freshman at this point. Um, so anyway, bottom line is Rodney's just going to help out on Friday nights. He won't be uh, working uh, on practice at all during the week, but he'll help out on Fridays and he'll continue to do whatever he want or whatever he need's It's needed to be done. Whether it's it's needed to be done. Whether it's tightening up. Uh, you know. A, a, a loose uh face mask on a helmet or or the you know getting the, the 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 bladder the air bladders in the helmets uh inflated or or you know bringing a gatorade bottle to somebody or or just noticing somebody something on the field that that he can mention to to one of the other coaches to to uh uh, take care of. So anyway, bottom line is Rodney Hodges is a great guy, and and the, they'll miss him on day to day basis. But at least he'll still be there on Friday nights, and uh, you know, he, he Rodney's one of those guys who helps me every once in a while. If I miss something, you know, I'll ask him, and he'll he'll know exactly what it was, what was what was uh, what happened on the play, and and what went down.
2: No, thank you for mentioning talking about Rodney Hodges. That's a, that's a huge development. And of course, you know it's, uh, he's had tremendous contributions, as you said, as uh, among many other tat roles, but especially as the head freshman coach. You know, our our freshman team is a whole story into itself, as you said, eleven or twelve undefeated seasons. Great in a feeder row. program into the Blue Darters. Exactly an instrumental uh, element of of the success of the Blue Darter varsity program. And as Coach Darlington has said many times, it all, from his perspective, it all starts with becoming a popular Blue Darter in that freshman year. And the freshman uh, year of football at Apopka is not to be you know, underemphasized. And uh, Rodney Gardner, of course, was as as the head head coach, is a instrumental in, in that effort.
4: Yeah, Rodney Rodney's been a been a, a great Rodney asset. Hod- Rodney Hodges. Yeah, he's been a, he's been a great asset, and and he's just he's a, he's a great guy to be around and talk to and and whatnot. Um, but uh, he'll be missed, I know. But like I say, at least we will get to see him on Friday nights now.
2: Well, Joe and John. It's been great to be with you today out here on this beautiful day on the front porch at Porky's. Yep. I think I'm ready to go in and have lunch.
4: Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Friends, I think we, I'll join you.
2: We invite you to come on up and join us. Get your week in started off on the right foot at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown popkin I also want to remind you about the new menu item at Porky's, the Porky's Bison Burger. Come on up and check it out. Now Also... Want to let you know that, um, once again, as we sign off, remind you about the huge baseball game tonight. It's a popka at home versus Lake Brantley. Nothing else needs to be said. 7 p.m. start at Jay Barnes Field. Have a great weekend.
1: It's Blue Darter Sports Central
0: on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.